Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. everyone and welcome back to Private Education, the Smart Sex and Relationships podcast. It's me, Ashling, again. I'm here every Friday. This is where I live. I live in your ears in iTunes land or Spotify land or wherever you're listening. Um, so I was having a little think recently. Um, oh, uh, happy Valentine's Day, by the way, if you're listening on Friday. It is the 14th of February. And I've heard a lot of rumours that there's going to be a rake of proposals from girls to guys today. Because it's a leap year. Now look, that's a mad old tradition. But it's still happening. We're still hopping on the let's propose to our fella bandwagon. And I just, like, I kind of think, you know, you should be able to propose to your fella or your girlfriend or whoever. Well, maybe not whoever. Anytime you want. It doesn't have to be leap year. But I've I've had a lot of messages from people um, looking for, like, advice on proposals and stuff like that. So that's how I know. I'm in the know. Um, so yeah, I was having a think recently and I wanted to do something. I keep getting these like um, emails, statistics and information about sex and relationships because as the presenter of a sex and relationships podcast, people are starting to send me these things now. So I wanted to do something kind of topical and timely. So I was thinking like a once a month kind of up to date, timely feature. And I thought, I need to get a regular guest. I need to get someone who's going to hop on board all these current things and talk about them every month. So I've decided to call this regular episode The Current Affair. So The Current Affair by Private Education. And my regular guest, my first ever regular, official regular contributor is the lovely Andrea Doyle. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello, guys. <laughs> Andrea is my pal. And you see... We have great, um, we have great chats, right? And a part of the thing, like anytime Andrea's ever been on the podcast, she's come on to talk about dating and stuff in the past. And I've always had such good feedback. And I also think you have a fantastic voice oh. for the airwaves. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and she's also like got a PhD, which I think it brings a bit of intellectual weight to the podcast. <laughs> it's like weight on my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So Andrea Doyle is going to be here. Once a month or so for the current affair. I wish we had music. I forget that it's uh, an audio medium because I was dancing. Yeah, she was dancing. Yes, she was. Okay. So first of all, right, we did just to launch straight into some Valentine's Day content. Hashtag content. Get that good walk. <laughs> you didn't finish the no, word. Who knew where that was going? Come. Um, we did some polls. We did polls. We love a poll on private education. If you've listened before, if you're a regular listener, you'll know that I poll the living shit out of my followers. Gotta get that. On, gotta get that info. Gotta get that info. Gotta get them stats on Instagram. So um, these are the polls. So I asked 
do you do Valentine's Day? I, I just realised I put in a random, anyway, I made a typo. But look, do you do Valentine's Day when you're in a relationship? So how many respondents did I have? I had 1,500, nearly 1,600 respondents and 69% AO said. <laughs> Sorry, Penny dropped real <laughs> Yeah, you're meant to be a doctor. Sorry, yeah. Force the gravity not working. Anyway, here we are. Go on. Um, so do you do Valentine's Day when you're in a relationship? 69% said not really. I think that's shocking. Do like, you? As a thing, I went, as a single lady. As a oh, single lady. Again, yeah, doing the dancing, hand movement no one dancing. can see. Um, I think that's one of the nice things when you're in a relationship to be to know that that's happening. I suppose it's because you're single and you're like, what? <laughs> by myself a rose or by myself a girl. But you know, it's yeah. like a given. What? That you're going to have a romantic day? No, that you want like, a little bit of romance. It doesn't like, have to be like I, don't, like, I don't expect like rose petals as soon as I get my shagging eyes. Like I just mean, <laughs> do you know, like something. Yeah. Like a card at least. Well, yeah, this this is this was the next question. Okay. So then I said, do you expect to get at least a card? Well, yeah. And then 62% of people said, yes, absolutely. You so can't have it both ways. Hang on, I public. Know, I know. So literally 69% of people are like, no, don't really do Valentine's Day. But then 62% are like, but you better get me a bleeding card. Yeah, you see, that's mixed messages. It is. It is mixed <laughs> messages. But I have to say, I would be one of the people who quite enjoys Valentine's Day. Yeah. Now, having said that, and this was another poll that I did, I would rather shave off my eyebrows, my prized possessions, rather than go out for dinner on February 14th. Absolutely. And I totally agree with that. That's I would not, rather do when, it. When I say romance, that's not what I'm referring no, to because no. you can go for dinner any day, any day of the year. You can do but that I any don't weekend. Think, when I asked like, do you do Valentine's Day? I don't think that's what people, I don't think people meant like, do you go out? I think okay. people just... We're like, no, I don't really do like, I don't really care. Because I've been like that in the past. I've been like, I don't really care about Valentine's Day. But then if Valentine's Day came and there wasn't a flower or a card or a chocolate to be seen, I'd be like, very nervous. Well, you know. So 89, a staggering 89% of people said that they would rather not go out on Valentine's Day. Yeah, I completely understand. And 11 people would be like, no, we'll go out. But it's the same with all the big days. When you go out on a day like that, the service is like, hey, in you come, sit down. Okay, you have an hour, bye. Yeah, Do you yeah, know fair. that type of way? And there's like ridiculous Valentine's Day menus where you yeah. can have like a choice of either salmon or a different kind of salmon. Yeah. And then you can have for main course, you can have chicken or a different kind of chicken. And then you bet yourself there's going to be some chocolate shaped And then like dessert. The, yeah, yeah some kind of chocolate shaped do you mean heart shaped? Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Andre Doyle, everybody. <laughs> no, but you know, there definitely is some kind of like love you know, heart shaped yeah. scenario. But then like, I bet the, the third course is probably tea and coffee. No, they fool oh, you. Yeah. They tell you, they, they bring really you in, in the door. It's a five course meal and you're like, yeah, but one of the courses is you're welcome and one of them is, is <laughs> yeah. your tea. So no, one of the courses is tap water, yeah. or still water, or sparkling water. Um, okay, so the next po- poll I did was I asked would you consider yourself a romantic person? And 71% said yes. And 29% said no, not really. I'm baffled if these are the same people that answered the previous questions. I'm confused. They don't want romance, but they want a card. But they're romantic. But they won't go out on Valentine's Day. But they're... Again, signals are... Mixed. There are lines crossed. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one was, I asked people to tell me their romantic stories. And this is one of the reasons I know there's about to be some proposals. I won't ruin anybody's proposal no names, I'm not no going to read <laughs> not going to read anybody's names out so let me see um, uh, there's there's a story here 
My dad is a, ho- is a hopeless romantic. He planned a New Year's Eve Skype date with his, his girlfriend that lived in Canada at the time. He told her he had to be home at a certain time because he, he told her she had to be home at a certain time because he was getting flowers delivered. Her doorbell rings. He says, what? Oh, yeah. The doorbell rings at the, at the time he says that, but he's standing at the <gasps> end of the stairs with flowers. She couldn't believe it because he already had flights booked to go over two weeks later. Well, this girl's dad, romance. Well, hang on though. Can the I just definition. interject here with some romance that I witnessed with my own eyeballs? Oh my, please, Jesus, Sorry. please do. I saw okay, this on so your Instagram. My mum and dad are the oh, cutest. They're so and cute. They're such a cute couple. So they've been together for like a long time. And the other morning I came. I'm not I can't this, like no. try to make tea, right? Just to get my get my day started, and there was a post-it note written, and it had like the date on it, right. and um, like the the date of their first date, and it was like happy um thirty fifth anniversary of our first date, love you, and then on the other and one, who was that from? Your dad? That was from my mum. Oh, from your mum asked, and then my dad wrote on a different post on a different post at a later I, moment as a response same to you love you honey and then does his his token thing when he writes a card to anybody like close he does like a pyramid of X's and O's and underneath it and the two of them were just left there at the kettle for unsuspecting me at that hour of the morning couldn't tell I can't, like that, that ambulance that you can hear in That's the background for me. it's for us <laughs> because we're not 35 able 35 years later and the romance is still alive you see this That's is what I mean the dream and it's a post-it. That's what I mean by romance. I don't need you to, you know, wake me up with like a breakfast in bed and a yeah. rose and a thing. Yeah. No, just be romantic. A romantic post-it. Cute. Uh, conversely, the very antithesis of a romantic post-it. Do you remember in Sex and the City when, um, what's his name, Burger broke up with Carrie yeah. via post-it? Yeah. I'm sorry, I can't, don't hate me. Yeah. And there's Fuck also off, a romantic post-it in uh, Grey's Anatomy as well. That's Is there? behind Meredith and... Uh, I didn't know that because he's I'm not a Grey's Anatomy bed. fan. Anyway, post-its. Who knew? Post-its are romance. Who knew? Buy a pack of post-its. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I know. Like, Mate. if there's any men listen to this, post-its. Write a post-it, stick it on the bathroom mirror. Conversely, if there's any women that get a post-it for Valentine's Day, hashtag, we're sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, we apologise. You should have. It should have been flowers. It should have been. Yeah. It, drawing flowers onto a post-it and sticking on a bathroom mirror? No. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you know. Get arty. Who knows? Anyway. 35 years into your relationship, post-its are great. I think I'm so. I'm going to say. Yeah. Like a romantic post-it to commemorate your 35th anniversary of your first date. Like a little, like a little, I was thinking of you this morning and I left you a note, you know? That's so cute. But the fact that my dad responded via post-it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, the logistics of that, I, I can't even, you know, how did he know she was going to find it? Anyway, look, we'll move on. So um, there's another one here that says, I'm proposing to my boyfriend on February 29th. Anonymous. Then another one here that says, guess what I'm doing on the 29th of February? Winky face, winky face, winky face heart. Oh. And then she follows up by saying, proposing to me fella. And she actually says, me, <laughs> me fella. I love that. Um, with a flash mob. No. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. And a band. Where? I don't know. I don't for her. We need to see that. I know. I was like, please, it's bring a video public. camera. It's going to be, pu- like, it's a flash mob. Yeah, you know what I mean? He's going to be unsuspecting. Unless it's like a, in a, no, I don't think it could be. Let's find out. I'm very excited for this girl. Yeah, I'm going to get back to her actually. Um, okay, let's see what else. Oh, this is someone else says, sent myself flowers to work one year on Valentine's Day because I wanted to make the guy I fancied in work think he had competition. It didn't work, but I loved the flowers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fair play. Fair me, play. To me. Okay, what else? Oh, this, this is nice. My boyfriend... F- framed screen grabs of our first conversation 
and our conversation a year later. Well, that is cute. Get out of town. That's sweet. See, like. there you go. There's romance again. There's rom and also frame cheap printing. romance. Like this you get a frame I mean. for five euro in IKEA. Romance. I remember a friend of mine once. Uh, now the 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 details of this are a bit sketchy because my memory is not what it used to be. Okay, but when I was in college. A friend of mine, two friends of mine, they're in a couple. And one of them, he, was it, he wrote down, yeah, this is what it was. He wrote down 365 things that he loved about her and put them, ripped them all up into individual things and put them in a jar so that for the whole year, she'd have some every day, she'd have a little, ah, uh, here. I did that for someone before. Did you? I made a, so I was not working a lot so right. I didn't have a lot of money so I made a sentimental hamper so one of them was a jar you with 365 sorry you're a sentimental hamper for doing that because I know I know oh who you did God. that for and I'm taking my LinkedIn profile <laughs> sentimental hamper doctor of physics sentimental hamper um, and then another thing I did idea guys mm. is I got a deck of cards mm. and it was like 52 reasons why I love you so that I could just you. flick through yeah there's fun things you can do like just to yeah you know, on the on the cheap side, that does show someone that you do care. Jeez, I better get my act together. I bought my husband a book. <laughs> <laughs> he knows it was a book yeah. because I actually I put it I put it up on Instagram because I wrapped it sustainably. Oh, I remember. Do you remember I yeah. sustainably wrapped it. I got very. You see, I have to be very organised because I knew I was going to have a busy month ahead. What with like rogue launching yeah. and all this kind of stuff. So Big I week. knew um, I knew I was going to have a, a lot going on in Feb, and it's also my birthday on Monday, listeners. Well, listen. Yeah, well, I mean, if you wanted to swing by and say happy birthday to me, I wouldn't I be sad about that. Uh, I really, I really enjoy a birthday, to be honest, don't I? Mm. Yeah. So, um, I, yeah, my birthday's on the 17th of February and I think we're, we're both after shitting ourselves <laughs> because something just rattled in the corner. Cool. Sorry. Loft ghost. If it, but no, I was thinking more along the lines of loft mouse or maybe rat. Well, I hope it's a mouse. Mouse seems less Yeah, I scary. can handle a mouse. And definitely would be in a loft. And I, I, I don't, you can't see this, but my feet are now lifted off the ground. <laughs> oh, my nerves. Yeah. Okay, let's get back to it. This one is fantastic <laughs> and very romantic. My boyfriend met me at the airport with a burrito because it, he knew it'd make me more happy than with flowers. <laughs> Knowing you're our target audience. <laughs> Absolutely. Good guy. I mean, oh, I would, if fave. anyone wants to meet me anywhere with a burrito, yeah. whether you're my other half or not, yeah. I'll take it. I'd, look, can of Coke Zero. Easily please. No, take that back. Donut. I have a thing from you here. I have a response from, from you. <laughs> She's shaking her head. This is a romance. This I'm is just, yeah. just going to read it. I, well, we won't go into it, but I am going to read what you've written. Okay. Because that's for, that's for public consumption. I've got a romantic, almost A&E story featuring a sexy French maid's outfit that resulted in a bloody scene. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then the peace sign emoji. Interesting. Um, we'll pass that there. Yeah, we will. We'll say nothing more. Okay. The, what else have I got here? Spent my first Valentine's with a basket waiting in a police station on him being released after breaking a window with a snooker ball. <laughs> Worked the next 10 days in hospitality. Safe to say I don't do Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sounds like you're doing it wrong. My nerves. My bad nerves. Okay. Got flowers to work with a card saying days like this come once a year. Ladies like you are one a lifetime. Oh, I don't know how I feel about the word ladies there. Yeah. <laughs> like women, maybe girls. girls. You loves are once you are once in a lifetime. I love it. <laughs> ladies like you. Like it just sounds. Ladies. Yeah. Um, and then let's see. Oh, this one's cute. 
uh, when my husband proposed, he got our five-year-old son to ask me, would I marry his daddy? No. That's cute. It's too pure. It's pure. So those are the remote, romantic. (laughs) Yeah. Those are the romantic (laughs) stories. It's been a long week, people. Um, And those are the, the poll results. So like, we're kind of mixed messages where we're 69 of us are like, we don't really care about Valentine's Day. But then the same amount are like, but you better get me a card. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're out in your ear. Hell to pay. Yeah. OK, so now we're going to talk about I got some statistics into my email recently. And um, it was basically a an email from Bumble and it was called Bumble Dating Trends 2020. Right. So here we are. We're going to have a chat. So. Watch which of the following, these are some of the results. Which of the following do you look for in a partner? 73% someone who I'm attracted to. Well, Jesus, I, I should it, hope so. That's also a visual app. So and can we what talk would you about, be doing? But it, not even on the app, but I think just in general, what okay. do you look for in a partner? 73% someone I'm attracted to. I don't know the maths on this. You're more mathematical than I am. What's the, what's 27. the 27% of people are like, I don't need to be attracted to you. I'll just stick it in anyway. What? Mm, it depends. Look, we're talking. We don't know the context of what those people are looking for. Well, to each their own. But like, someone I'm attracted to—that's like the basic well, that's, thing. I mean, no? what are you doing otherwise? I, I agree. I know. Yeah, I know. I, maybe, uh, maybe they spoil their vote. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> look, it's we've had. We've, there's been a lot of voting going on lately. We're all very tired. Yeah. It's election season. Uh, maybe this wasn't a great idea. <laughs> um, okay, fifty-three percent would like someone who knows what they want. I like that. I do like that. That's I do like start. that. Yeah. And I don't think that's some that's something that people think about until they have been with someone that they did know what they wanted. Do you yes. know what I mean? Yes, so 100%. I think that's probably why that's not higher. Mm. Uh, 61% want someone who shares my values, which I am a big believer believer in. I really think that you, you have to have, you don't have to be the same. You don't have to have the same hobbies. You don't have to have the same upbringing. You don't have to have the same type of family. But the way you feel about your values and your morals need to be somewhat aligned. Would you Referring agree? to your wedding speech, the big stuff. The big stuff. It's the big stuff that needs to matter. And then all the small details don't. They don't They don't matter. Like, they, yeah. you know, you might get hung up on them maybe once or twice a year or there could be, but it's not going to fundamentally shake the relationship. No. Uh, 4% want someone who has a compatible star sign with them. <laughs> and I have to say, those dating apps encourage that because that's one of the things that you can that put you up. you can put up, yeah. yeah. But I also don't think that, I mean... I'm going to go out on a limb here and say star signs are not an exact science. What do you think, doctor? (laughs) I'm going to agree. I know you agree. Strongly agree. Strongly agree. Come down on the side of strongly agree. Um, But 4% of people um, wanting their star signs to be compatible. I mean, to be honest, I thought that might be a bit higher because I know there's a lot of people who are like, the first thing they ask is like, what's your star sign? Mm. Because they really attach a lot of meaning to the time of your birth. Yeah the month of your birth or the whatever of your birth. And again, th- people have different values. Each to your own. To each their own. <laughs> to each their own. Horses for courses. Exactly. Is that right? Who among us? <laughs> what? That's what I say. What do you say? Who among us? Like who among who us among should us? judge? Right, yeah. okay. I did not know what you said there. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. 17% say they were looking, they're looking for someone who likes the same music as me. Okay, that's obviously people that are, that's a big, you see, but that's, that's probably a big, a big thing, thing for, for them. But you know what? Music is a big part of my life and it's not really a big part of my other half's life. Yeah. Um, he, we all know about my flute playing past. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> that's no stop. But I am really into, I do really enjoy music and I DJ sometimes and I'll, you know, I, yeah. I, I really, it's a big part of my life. I'm always listening to music and my other half is kind of 
a bit ambivalent like he's just a bit like well, whatever but it's never an issue no so I think that's, no, that's that that could you know that's yeah. also I mean I that. do think if he was flat out playing you know death metal in the house for all the live long day I'd yeah. probably have a problem with that potentially you know um, okay we'll, we'll scroll down there's so much here like this is they've really studied you know yeah. things this is an interesting statistic 90% of all respondents stated that their Bumble profile is a true and accurate representation of them 90% so I'm going to go with at least 50% of those people are lying I <laughs> would well, you agree yeah like part of me yes part of me Maybe they're thinking in where we've kind of cottoned on to filters and stuff now. So maybe they're mm. thinking, no, I'm putting up more photos that are true to me. But you portray the best part of yourself. So you're not going to be like, you know, th- these are my worst bits. Yeah. So, I snore like a train. Do you know? you're not going to get a date. But, uh, but at the same time, you don't say I don't snore. Do you know what I mean? So you're kind of, you, you so, feel yeah. like you're, you're fluffing. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're telling, you're telling selective truths. Yeah, you're just being selective with the info. But I, yeah. I don't no, know, I understand I don't, though. Yeah. yeah. Like a true and accurate representation of them. Like that's, that's pictures. And also like I, you know, my Instagram, if I ever go missing, don't, do not send people to my Instagram to get a, get a read on what I look like. Don't do it. Because I don't look like what I look like there. Because I only put myself up at the best of angles, in the best of lighting. Absolutely. Throw on a filter. Throw on out. you know, sometimes I use an app to make my hair bigger, full disclosure. And like, or my teeth whiter, you know, this kind of thing. Like, I think there must be, that must be rampant on Bumble. Because there's no earthly way if I was setting up a Bumble account that I'd take a selfie you know, in just, the, on, just on the, on throw, the, on you the know. fly. No, yeah. like, you know those things. Sometimes I get absolutely scared of this. You know, when you're like setting up a, a, a new profile or something and it says to you, you know, upload a profile picture or take, take photo. Who, I'm like, the, who in this fresh hell is being who like, who in the world? All right, here we go. Who in the world has the, con- like, Snap. give me the confidence of someone who, who selects take photo now. Take a fresh up to date. I mean, hey, Cara Delevingne, she's the only one that could yeah. probably do it. Or maybe like, I don't know who else is a babe. Like Chrissy Teigen. Chrissy Teigen. Like these these sorts of like alien creatures from the planet Beauty. Yeah. Like I could never do that. No, no. I, I look like a potato ninety percent of the no, time. No one would feel it. No, not very. Very few people. Let's say no. That's not you know. Sweep not and no generalize one. Yeah. everybody. Although we do but love a sweeping gen- generalization. Know. Ding 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 ding. We need to get a bell. We do need um, to get a bell. If there are any bell makers listening. <laughs> this is the second shout out when I've been a guest for bell makers. But anyone would like to send us a bell. Please, thanks. Thank you. Um, yeah, I I do. I think though, you know, like for instance, when I set up my dating profiles in the most recent time. Yeah. You helped me. I did. Because I wanted to look like the best version of myself. Yeah, yeah. But also like myself. Yeah. Because... It's, and sometimes it takes your friend to to yeah. to do that to make no, it to clear absolutely. Like, so for anybody that is doing that, do, run them by, just show them. Like what I did was I created an album, an album. Uh, yeah. yeah, and you, yeah, and I, you gave me options. And I, I gave said, you options, and you picked the best ones. Yes. So I said, this is the one that this is the one that I think looks most like you. Yeah. In your in your truest form. Exactly. And like they were all stunning pictures, but I picked ones that I thought represented you to your best, and the ones that I thought if someone was to meet you, they wouldn't be like, well. That's, That's not, not really what you look like. Because yeah. those those 10% of people that said that it's not a true representation yeah. of themselves, whatever that reason is, maybe it's not just visually, maybe it's stuff that they've said. Yeah. You don't want to walk into a date 
either being that 10% or being the other 90 and being like, oh, oh okay. So you're that's lying. not you. Yeah. You know? Fair. No, so. fair. Um, so I've got another stat here from the Bumble Dating Trends 2020. This is the, this uh, episode is not sponsored by Bumble. Are you sure? <laughs> like, I mean, I would love that. I would love that. Hello, Bumble, if mm-hmm. you're listening, sponsor us. Uh, or, you know, anyone else that's listening yeah. wants to sponsor Hello. us. Hello, guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. So the stat is... This this percentage of people regularly use, of course, there's someone ringing me. Sure, we'll just ignore that. Um, this is the amount of people that regularly use emojis when they're messaging someone they fancy. So we're, we're going by country here. So 91% of Germans go with an emoji. And I don't know why, because Germany have a word for everything. They do. They have words that we don't even, yeah, they have words so we don't why, even have. So why the hell are 91% of them relying oh, on emojis? Crack. Uh, fair. Fair. Well, the Germans... Are, are we relying on German Germany for crack? We're not relying on them, but I, I don't think, that, I think they understand it. Oh yeah, yeah, no, they do. <laughs> but like, if you were list, listing off the countries who are the most crack. No. Yeah, fair. Do you know what I mean? Like, Maybe it's efficiency. They a great Maybe they're car. like, hey, I'll see you in the, and then oh they throw God, a car. Fair. Oh my God. Or they're like, I'll be, I'm just, I'm just getting my, and then they throw in a bike. Yeah. Or how are you feeling? And they just send a thumbs up. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it is efficiency. They're not arsed saying, but they were an well, efficient I've had a great day nation. today and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But they just throw a thumbs up in and they're like, bam. Yeah. Mic, Mic drop. drop. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Snap. Um, Ireland, 77%. Yeah, well, so we, we love crack. an emoji. We love an emoji. Um, and the rest are, yeah, in and around, like the Netherlands, 73%, the United Kingdom, 70%, all grand. You know, fine. Um, sixty-one percent look for a. Pa- oh, we already read that one, Ashling, you idiot. Um, ninety percent are happy to admit when they met a date online. No, hang on, do that again. Ninety percent are happy to admit when they met a date online. Yeah, as in, I what I would imagine is like if you end up dating someone or or getting with someone. Oh yeah, ninety percent of people are happy to say, yeah, I met this person online. Yeah. Now, I that's I think that's probably changed in the last few years. Would you? As in, it's gotten more. Or less. More. Yeah, absolutely. Because, because before people were like, we met online. Yeah, now now it's the complete opposite. Yeah. If you meet somebody in the wild, as it were, it's, um, <laughs> yeah, it's more rare. Yeah. I think anyway. Yeah. From just, you know, being out there, being a single lady mm. on the dating scene. Oh, um, yeah, it's it's a lot less regular meeting somebody in the flesh mm. that, at, at first you know what I mean yeah. you, and like, on and because you know maybe even like even like five years ago people would have been like 
reluctant I think oh, yeah. to say well I met him online and like, that used to be one of the online. things that you'd see on people's profiles oh we'll say we met in mass or we'll say we met you know what I yeah, mean in coppers yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was like a, like a little intro a little bit, thing, but yeah. now yeah people I think people don't mind it. so yeah. 90% of people are like happy out to do that but do you think like I kind of feel like there was there used to be a bit more of a stigma absolutely for to online dating and now it's just something that's part of everyday life yeah and everyone's just like and it's not a big deal if you're like oh yeah I'm on Bumble or oh yeah I'm on Tinder no absolutely not whereas before you would have been like trying to hide it and then if you've seen somebody there was always the thing of you seeing somebody that you knew and you'd be like they know I'm on it now yes. too you know what I mean yeah oh my god so, yeah. yeah I never thought of that mm. um and see I mentioned tinder there so now you can know this is not sponsored by Bumble because <laughs> <laughs> we love hinge. tinder 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 <laughs> yeah hinge we love hinge as well yeah. plenty of fish anybody you know all the apps um 70% believe that getting to know a match online is an important step before meeting them in real life I think there yeah. is a threshold or mm. like a sweet spot. You mm. don't want to leave it too long as personal experience because you are, if you think of like online profiles and mm. online chats before you meet somebody in person, obviously afterwards, you, you know, you kind of have a better judge of them. Yeah. But you're speaking to somebody's like online avatar almost. So it's like yeah. the best photos of them. They're being on their best behavior. You yeah. know what I mean? It's all their, it's, they're doing what they need to do to get you on a date. And they're being like, but the, the crack could be 90. Oh, I've had that. But it's, I've it had actually that. doesn't translate in Through real text, life. It yeah. was, because you can't have a bit of time. You're not like, yeah. as, you're not like, you don't have to be on the ball. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, how do you know that like the person you're talking to isn't texting their friend being like, what will I say to this? Or their this, friend isn't just replying. Replying for them. You know? Which, but I mean. I think you do for safety. Okay, get to know them a little bit. And not even just for safety, to make sure that you actually do like them. Yeah, you've yeah. matched, you've both liked the look of each other and maybe yeah. something that you've seen in someone's bio, but build up a bit of a rapport yeah. but maybe I think there's a sweet spot between like a week and 10 days okay yeah to do your first date yeah so you need to get in there pretty sharpish yeah and like I also think there's a there's a thing where you could be having the banter with someone online but then and it could be flying and in fairness it could be all a genuine it could yeah. be like they are actually just good banter I hate the word banter but you know what I mean yeah and then you meet them in real life and for whatever reason you just don't have chemistry chemistry yeah, like sexual chemistry and physical chemistry and, you know, yeah, the, yeah. all the kind of, uh, kinds of chemistry that you need. Um, okay, so why here, the, the next kind of statistic block here is why do you use dating apps? 43% say to hook up with someone. How old is the survey? Fresh. I got it literally yesterday. Okay, because I would have thought that would have been a little bit less now. I love how you're querying the stats. You're like... When was this carried <laughs> out? I want I, to see the details. Yeah, like, and I'm not, who among us? Who among us? Do you know us? what I mean? If that's who what you're using us? it for, great. But I just think people are, that, that would have been the initial kind of, you know, association people would have had with, mm. or you're just doing that to hook up with someone or yeah. whatever. But people are now finding their partners and stuff like that online yeah. through dating apps. But I still think there's a good chunk of people who are there just for hookups. Uh, well, so 40 percent yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, 26% want to go on lots of dates. Well, look. <laughs> Which is gas. Yeah. I want to go on lots of dates. Lots. All Give them. me the dates. Serial um, dater. 29% interestingly use the apps, use dating apps to make friends. But there is like Bumble BFF. Yeah, but this specifically says dating apps. Yeah. Well, like I would never, well obviously, I mean I'm married so I won't be using dating apps but I would never go on to an a dating app to make no. friends. I would go on to a friendship app if I was short of a friend. But look, I had eight bridesmaids. I actually have no You're availability for, yeah, no <laughs> for new friends. No, thank you. Um, yeah, yeah. And then 
65% want to meet a long-term partner, which is is a good thing. Yeah. And then 64% say they want to use date naps to meet people they otherwise wouldn't have met. And I think that's which the is fair. really big thing that date naps let you do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and then the next one kind of... Um, the, these are country statistics again. And this is, I need to go on a certain number of dates before I sleep with someone. Oh. Yeah. And the, percentage, the percentages for this. So we have... Ireland are the highest at 51%. So 51% of people are like, hold your horses there, yeah. my friend. I'm not going to ride you until we've had X number of dates. Why did you think we were so British? Well, we are. Well, 51% of us. England just behind us. Sorry, I shouldn't say England. The United Kingdom just behind us, 47%. Spain, 35%. Look. The Spanish are like, ole. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. That's such a... I'm, that's, is that racist against Spanish people? No. <laughs> to say ole? What does ole even ole, mean? No. Like ole, 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 ole. I think it means like... Woo. Spanish... I Like I think Spanish, Spanish lady. Whoop. No, it's not Spanish lady. Ole doesn't no. mean Spanish lady. No, no, no. Oh, <laughs> oh you mean the emoji. The emoji. <laughs> <laughs> you know the lady in ole. the flamenco dress yeah. or flamenco dress or whatever. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Germany, 37%. The Germans are, are flat out trying yeah. to, you know, sleep with you. Emojis. They don't need... Yeah. The emojis work. <laughs> That eggplant News emoji is from Germany. out. <laughs> <laughs> and France are up with 48%. So they're near us, I think. Yeah. Um, of all the countries, it's the French who are least open to discussing their sexual preferences. Really? Yeah. That would be... I'm confused by that. Yeah. That would be that would be kind of confusing and... Yeah. Shocking. I think I'm a little I'm bit, a bit surprised. like... Hmm, yeah. yeah. And the rest of the countries who are happily... It's... Um, how many people are happy to openly discuss their sexual preferences? Um, Ireland, 87%. So we're pretty comfortable. Yeah. Um, Netherlands, 90%. Spain, 92%. Oh, there we there. are. Ole. Yeah. Ole Hello again. again. Yes. Um, let's see what else. Um, 95%. This is a nice statistic. 95% think that a relationship is as much about their personal growth as it is supporting their partner's personal growth. Well, there we are now. That, very is, woke. that is a very woke, mature cohort of people that they ask those questions like to. Yeah. I was really hoping for more like dick size statistics yeah, and like, you know how many minutes do you spend riding and stuff but obviously no yeah that's a really good one though that's a really positive one oh have you ever been ghosted oh here we would are. you like these stats give me them interesting we are getting ghosted by the truckload in Ireland I could have told you that <laughs> <laughs> Articulated lorry worth of We are absolutely ghosts. getting ghosted out of it, lads. So out of all of the countries here that were surveyed, 79% of people in Ireland are, have been ghosted. Yeah. Versus Spain's 57. So what, we're fi- what we've just figured out there is there's a correlation. Ole, if you ole, put ole. Out, ole, ole, <laughs> ole. If you put out, <laughs> you don't get ghosted. No, okay, no, that's, that's very we bad. We take it back. We take it back. Very bad advice. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like the Spanish no, are, uh, yeah, very flahulak with the talking about the sex and the doing yeah. the sex and the not waiting too <laughs> the long. Doing the sex, yeah. And then they're they're not getting ghosted. They're not as getting much. ghosted. Yeah, maybe maybe with our do not take that advice home. That's no, bad advice. That's just we're drawing all sorts of conclusions here bad now that are founded on yeah. you know. But maybe it's because they're a lot more comfortable and upfront about what they want, and maybe. With people that are like, no, and I'm not going to do this and I'm not going to do that when really they maybe want to or, mm. you know, that kind of way. It's just leading to people being like, I oh, hear you don't know what you want by. Yeah, fair. And it's easier to peace out silently than, you know what I mean? That makes a lot of sense. Look, you are science. You are science. 
Um, okay, the next one. Germans are saying no to booze when it comes to a first date. Unlike their French counterparts. Wow. So look, the French are flat out on the wine and the Germans are like, I'd rather not, thank you. Have a, have a little coffee. I'm going to have a cough. Um, so, the, okay, these are the different preferences for where you want to go on a first date. So in Ireland, we want, 36% of us want to be taken for drinks. 33% of us want to go for a quick coffee. Seventeen percent want to go for dinner, which I think makes sense because you don't want to be going on a first date where you really don't know the person and you're sitting down with them for a three course meal. True, and be stuck there. Yeah, if I've ever gone for food yeah. with somebody, yeah. it's never been like dinner. It's been dinner. like we'll we grab something like, to eat, we'll get a Brunson or we'll get or, a, yeah. yeah, or we drank and then eaten. You okay, know that way. Picking, it's not yeah, we don't necessarily just j- jump into like a sitting at a table facing no. each other, waiters standing there being like. What would you have? And the thing is, and something that a pal of mine used to do, which I think is genius. What she used to do was when she was dating, she's not dating anymore, but when she was, she would organise to meet a guy for a drink. And what she'd do was she'd say, look, we'll meet here because I have a work thing I have to go to for a couple of hours tonight. Right. Obviously fake work thing. And she'd meet them. And if it was going really well, she'd say, "Ah, look, I'll just skip the work thing. It's fine. I don't really need to go. But if it was going horrifically and she wanted to leave, she'd be like, look, I really have to go to this work thing. I'm so sorry to have to leave. Exit strategy. Exit strategy. Because that wouldn't work. Can I just interject here? Yeah. If, right, so if somebody did that to me, Mm -hmm. obviously Mm -hmm. not knowing, you wouldn't know one way or another if it was true or not. But if someone said to me, either of that. So if someone was like, hi, I have to go and meet work after. It's like, okay. Or like, I don't know what, it doesn't matter about work. But if that was a friend, be careful, be warned. I would, I would judge someone if they were like, ah, listen, I won't meet the lads. I'll just stay here. No, no, no. no. That's a red flag. That's the thing. Do you know what I mean? We did discuss that. And I said, yeah, because you don't want to tell your first date that you're cancelling on a friend to stay with them. That's bad news, bears. So that's why she said it's like a a work thing. Yeah. And he was very vague about it. And, and also you don't mind someone, like you're not going to judge someone for cancelling a boring work event for no. staying out on a date but you are going to judge you're, it's setting a bad precedent yeah. to be like I don't care about my friends I'm going to stay here cancel on them and yeah. stay with you so I think that's why she picked the work thing specific yeah, yeah which is I mean I thought she was oh, that's really was good really no, that's really good yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah the, the statistics of this so in Germany only 16% want to go for drinks 18% want dinner and 35% want coffee so there's a lot of coffee and oh Jesus, hello over in France there. 52% of people want to get hammered. Yeah. 20% want coffee and only 13% want dinner. Interesting. It's an interesting spread. Oh, some new dating terms. What have we got here? Oh, bring it. Slow love. Gen Z and millennials are marrying later, taking more time to find stability in a relationship before settling down. Interesting. Yeah, and I think that kind of harps back to that 95% that are like, I want this to add to my life as opposed to be my life. Totally. You know? Totally. Completely agree. Yeah. yeah. The next one is situationship. Oh. Do you know what that means? Yeah. Do you? I don't. Well, I mean, this is what this is what Bumble say. I think, I think I do. Tell me what they... Bumble say, the space between a committed relationship and something that is more than a friendship. On the one hand, removing the pressure of putting parameters on what the relationship is and isn't can be freeing as long as both parties are okay with leaving things open yeah so both parties leaving things open there needs to be the key (laughs) I love how you're like I've been burned before (laughs) with these situationships Uh, chirpsing do you mean okay mother of god what does this mean slang for chatting up the chase this sounds like something that would come off love island yeah it does yeah are you chirpsing you know sorry I can't do uh, British accents or London accents or any of them accents 
basically trying to get with someone more in a dating sense than a hook up sense. Okay. So okay. like the, the chat, chatting them up, chasing them. Okay. Trying to woo them, I suppose, to, to be very old school about it. Um, demisexual. A person who does not experience sexual attraction unless they form a strong emotional connection with someone. Oh, okay. Fair. Yeah. Um, a deep like. <laughs> when you scroll through your crushes or potential date social media profile and like very, very old photos, <laughs> either intentionally or accidentally. <laughs> I think the accidentally probably happens more often. Than, yeah. yeah. Or oh, there's yeah, some absolutely. people, I know somebody that will do that to be like, yeah. To get noticed. I go, yeah, I go back that far and yeah, like what I say. Which I think is Whoa, ballsy. Ballsy. Yeah. That yeah. is ballsy. Yeah. Although I, I, I'm I, lately I've been wanting to cancel the word ballsy and start using a vagina related word because I actually think vaginas are much stronger Ovi? organs. Ovi. It's very Ovi. No, because Ovi just reminds me of Love Island last yeah. year. I miss Ovi. Okay. Um, a deep risk. Sorry, a deep like. <laughs> <laughs> Which could be a deep that risk. Was a, that was a Freudian slip. <laughs> a deep like risks letting someone know that you're not only interested in them but you also spent time researching them that's a bit creepy well like I mean a bit creepy it is yeah, like it look is. it is, it is. If, if if I was if I opened Instagram now and I saw a like from way back when someone from college liking my picture from 2014 I'd be like questions oh what were they doing on a long scroll yeah. yeah you know so Oh yeah, catch feels. That's another one. I mean, this is not new, to Bumble. No, I'm, but catching I mean, feels like that song came out three summers ago or yeah. something, didn't it? Cal- yeah. Was it Calvin Harris and and Katy Perry? It was. Oh, well, definitely Katy Perry. Anyway. And Pharrell, he was on there. Yeah, he was. Um, short for catching feelings. Thank you, Bumble. You see, you know, if this episode was sponsored by Bumble, I couldn't slag them off like no. this. But don't be don't be condescending Perfect. now. <laughs> um, yeah, and there's a quote here, a, like a fake made up quote. I've been speaking to this girl I met on a dating app. I think I'm about to catch feels. Oh, <laughs> that sounds like something who wrote a ridiculously like terrible ad for catching feels. Yeah. They, that I person goes on a deep like. I think I'm about like, to catch feels. No, if someone said that to me now, I'd be like, please. Don't. Don't ever text Drop me feels. again. Get, get, a, get rid of those feels yeah. and move away. Move, move country. <laughs> um, so yeah, okay, that's the, that's pretty much, we, we, we've mined the stats there. Um, there's another bit of news, uh, newsworthy thing. I'm going to try to find it here. It's a bit of erectile dysfunction. Okay. All right. I haven't, um, here we are. I haven't actually run this by you. No, this is fresh info. So, and it's it's also kind of fresh to me. And it's, I got this email in. Now, this is the, this is the caliber of emails that I get now as a sex and relationships podcast presenter. Revealed. This is what it says. Oh, and it also starts with an eggplant emoji. Well, so, you know, it's going to be a very German? formal. <laughs> no, it's very formal. Eggplant emoji and then revealed how sexual dysfunction affects male adult entertainers. Oh, well, hang on. What did they define as an entertainer? Let's find out. Andrea's like, I was entertained yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have to strip or uh, a unique study has been conducted to investigate the sexual function of male adult entertainers and published by the Department of Urology at the University of Miami. We spoke to Justin Dubin, I'm going to say. Dubin. Dubin. Treated.com spoke to Ju- Dr. Justin Dubin. Dr. Justin Dubin, can he please change his name? <laughs> Dr. Mark Johnson, 
the lead investigator <laughs> of the recent study and Dr. Daniel Atkinson, clinical lead for the online pharmacy grant, right? So here, here we are. Here are the stats. I'm going to hit you with the stats. 41%, sorry, 42% of young male adult entertainers surveyed reported erectile dysfunction that was at least moderate in nature. Sorry. Jeez, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's, these are, these are like. Now, let, can we talk about male entertainers here? Yeah. I presume we're talking about strippers. Yeah. I don't, I presume we're not talking about people who are like in bands and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think they I mean. Got, I caught up with that. I caught up with that. <laughs> I planned to go, I was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. No, I think they mean. Yeah. They mean, sorry. Um, like strippers. Magic Mike-esque. Exactly. Okay. Except maybe a little bit further because I'm thinking, so when a male entertainer gets his full kit off. Yeah. It, a boner is required yeah yeah right so I think what they do I, I remember I, Jesus I don't know where I was I don't know where band. I was but there was this an elastic band. band yeah I've heard of that as well so yeah. I think they're or actually some kind injuring of, themselves I think so, so too it's, I think as much as it's probably psychological dysfunction as well because you're like I have to get hard every day yeah. for multiple times for yeah. my work yeah so <laughs> that's your job sorry and then, like. then, you're, then you're like going home and you're just like and here we go again yeah you can bring the work home with you yeah yeah but yeah but like the way a gynecologist can be like oh if I look at another vagina today yeah, yeah. but also maybe if they are using uh, mechanical help or aids to yeah. keep it going yeah that's like actually interfering with their ability True. So I think it's, it could be it could be a two pronged approach, a two pronged approach to um, adult enter- entertainer floppy dick. Um, just under 70 percent of adult entertainers surveyed reported having erectile dysfunction that was at least. Moderate in nature. Oh, sorry. The first this 42 percent statistic was young male adult entertainers. 70 percent of I'm yeah, I guess. Average age, yeah. So like young is like young is like eighteen, 18 to 25. twenty-five. I'd say so. We're talking twenty-five and over here. Okay, um, that's worrying. That is seventy percent. Yeah, because like that is when they seventy percent. Like if you're thinking about it, towards the end of their career, as a again, who are we, who are we to say when they're planning on having kids? Yeah, but you know what I mean. The older they get, they're probably thinking of settling down, and then that's when they're experiencing their most challenging Mother dysfunctions. Of- Okay, and 40, 14% of, of male entertainers have used an aid for erectile dysfunction. I presume that means Viagra? Probably. Or like, did, I don't know if could be a pump. Tools. Yeah. yeah, I think there are mechanical tools. Yeah. As well as chemical tools. Um, and I'm like, the psych- oh no, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm completely messing this up here. 14% of the general population use erectile dysfunction aids. Oh. So Viagra, pumps, okay. whatever you're having yourself. And the statistic, conversely, from adult entertainers is 69%. Ayo. <laughs> but no, that's a massive difference, yeah, isn't it? Like huge. 14%, like so, you know, not much of the population versus seven, nearly 70%. Yeah. 69.4%. But like it's a hazard of the job. Yeah, I suppose. Like, yeah, jeez. Well, look, that's my career in male adult, adult entertainment out the out window. The window. I am not getting involved with. I don't think it's a good idea. Jesus. Um. Yeah. Christ. Um. There's so like the 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 normal public don't have like if you're between if you're seventy or older you have like seventy percent of people. So basically, seventy percent of seventy year olds or older have erectile dysfunction issues. And which makes complete which makes total sense. medical sense yeah. I would imagine I mean I'm not a doctor but I would imagine that's yeah. kind of standard 
So essentially, if you are a male adult entertainer, you have the same rate of sexual dysfunction as 70 year old man. Yeah. Which is shockingly bad for you. Niche Keat. No, I wouldn't want that. No. Um, I mean, I, I don't have a, a willy, so I'm, I'm never going to have to worry. It's not our problem. It's not our issue Directly, at the moment. But no. I mean, um, God love them. Yeah, I, that's I that, didn't that's know. Like a their, their workplace, their job, you it know? Is, yeah. I wonder, do they get any compensation? I don't know. Or like if they if they give out free pumps in work. Or Viagra. Or free Viagra. Like, and I don't know how they but work. I, I, I don't know if they like, if they, if you can abuse them and they don't work. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And mm. then they get to older in life and they're trying to, have kids or they're trying to just enjoy their own sex life and they can't because they've wasted it all on yeah they've entertained people yeah. with their dick that's sad <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad for them I am sad for them too um, so yeah Andrea hi thank you for for coming on and talking about the current affair love it I need like look I'm not I'm not I'll bring in my flute next time and I'll do a little uh, d- intro music. we all heard that <laughs> We have to hold her to it. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, thank you so much for being my first ever regular contributor. You're going to be in next month. Yeah. And we're going to be talking about more current, current affairs. Affairs. We could just echo each other. Current, current affairs. Yeah. Oh my God, that's good. That is actually good. That's better than And cut. Okay. Um... Yeah, I meant to say as well, actually, tickets are still on sale for one of the nights. I've sold out one night, but there's still tickets on sale for one of the nights of Private Education Live. Um, There's a few left. So if you're interested, go to at Private Education Podcast on Instagram and the link is there in the bio um, for tickets. And aside from that, thank you everyone so much for listening, for reviewing, for commenting. If you want to share podcast the podcast link with a friend, I'm not going to stop you. And I also am going to just give a quick shout out to roguecollective.ie, which hey. is the, hey, well done and congrats because it's Thank amazing. You. But it's a, de- yeah. de- a team effort. There's 12 of us in yeah. it. We're all working together really hard to create this amazing online platform for um, diverse voices, for writing, for video, for audio. Um, and the podcast associated with roguecollective.ie is The Vulture Club presented by Jen O'Dwyer and Sophie White so if you want to have a listen to that feel free it's really good and actually as an aside I was the first guest on talking about um, what should I talk about I talked about Love Hate and how I'm watching Love Hate again what yeah are you yeah brand new information okay. and I also talked about imposter syndrome which oh, is yeah. the fir- which is my first piece on roguecollective.ie so I yeah. talk about that on The Vulture Club with oh, the gals fun. And we had great chats. So if any of that interests you, work away, feel free, head over there and subscribe. And until next week, enjoy Valentine's Day. I mean, it's four o'clock on Valentine's Day if you're listening to this fresh out the gate. So like it's nearly over. Go and buy some post-its. It's never too late for romance. (laughs) Thanks, Trey. Um, So yeah, stay safe, have fun. And I shall talk to you next week. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.